how long have you been with Fun Day Pop at Show Point? Uh, when when did you officially start with them? I forgot. When did they kidnap my kids? <laughs> no, I, I've been with the Fun Day Pop at Show since like 2000 or 2001. Well, so that's been about uh, eight years for you now? Uh, yeah, and hopefully after, you know, two more years from now, I'll get freed just like Andy Dufresne. I'll have to crawl through a tunnel of shit, and I hope Yappy's not involved, but if it is, so what? When I got to see uh, you first, you know, I, I remember uh, meeting you back in 2006, at Anthrocon 2006. I remember that, too. I was naked and on a horse. <laughs> and I, I had to put up my defenses. No, just Most people do. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'm actually really glad I get to, got to get to see you again and get to see Liesl for the first time. And yeah, she, she she is unbelievably cool. Yeah, I, I was hoping Lisa could come back to Funny Papa Show more often, but I, I know you guys have been getting kind of burned out a little bit and wanted to take a break every once in a while, and that's cool. Well, and, and honestly, let me say a little bit about that. That's sure. not really what it is. The truth of the matter is we all hate you. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> the truth of the matter is uh, Yappy lives out in bumfuck Egypt. The problem with Liesl is, you know, unlike most of us, she has to actually work. So she's been busy with, you know, real life and a lot of other things. But, God, we love Liesl. She is one of the funniest people on this show. And she is definitely my favorite person to work with because she just brings so much to this show. And my God. God, I hope that shows how much I just want to sex her up. But, no, she she is fantastic. The truth of the matter is she works for Disney, and a lot of things have changed, and people's real life has kind of jumped in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. And that, that's why she's not there. You know, truthfully, I remember when you came down, which is amazing with my coke-induced brain, but I really wish I had gotten to spend more time with you. But I think you saw I, from what we do – it, it it can be a bit of a clusterfuck to do this show. I mean, you've got like five or six of us that just come in from all different parts of Orlando, of and we do this shit for four hours, and you people won't let us stop. <laughs> we need breaks. You, you, you won't give me back my wallet. But no, we we did love it, and truthfully, I loved meeting you. It was great. Mm. I mean with with the radio universe and just with everything you contribute to the fandom it, it's just amazing and i just want to thank you and well thank you too i i really appreciate all the comments and, and compliments and it, it it really is a community for us all and uh, despite you know funday poppet show being a, the quote clusterfuck that it is um it it does work out for the better because every every sunday for 10 years, you guys have been on the air, or a little bit longer, or getting close. Is it close to a 10 years, or is it 10 years or more? Don't remind me. Okay, I'll try but... not to remind you. God! But yeah, yeah it, it, it's been close to 10 years, and we've seen a lot of cast changes. We've seen a lot of people come in and out, but the truth of the matter is, we have a core group of people that really work well together and, and uh, yeah of course you see some consternation on the show you see some fighting but yeah. we're the best we're great friends and we love doing it for the fans your two main characters that you play sorry to ruin the magic here but uh, for it. yeah poink yeah poink to weasel right 
And, of course, uh, humanity, the, the joke, it never gets old. How did you come up with the characters uh, humanity and Point to Weasel? Point was the, you know, the easiest to create but longest story, so I'll do him in just a second. Hugh, um, I don't know why it's because I'm warped, but I've always loved manatees. They look so cute. They're like little tiny Richard Nixons, and you just see them swimming along, and you want to put one in the bath- bathtub and beat it for the tapes. But... Um, on top of it, you might know um, a person that's in the fandom named Chili Mouse? Yes, I know her quite well. Chili is a very, very dear friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And one day, me and Chili and a couple of friends went to a little place in Orlando called Old Town, which okay. you might have seen when you were here. That and they had a, a beautiful place, like an old rickety wooden roller coaster that you can make it up two feet before you fall to your death. But we found a puppet show, and or a puppet store, rather. I mean, God, I love NyQuil. But they had a manatee puppet, and I was like, I really want to get this puppet. And, you know, but I'm a cheap bastard because I need to spend money on porn. And Chili's like, go ahead and get it. And I got it, and... The other part of that story is, as a kid, back when I was in my old band days, I would go out with my drummer and my bass player. We were pricks. <laughs> we would just go out doing the most mean shit to everybody. Same deal. I'm with these kids, and we're driving around, and we're, I hate to say this, we're stopping old ladies in walkers and yelling moo out the side of the truck. And the people in the walker grab their heart, and they fall over, and we laugh, and we drive off. (laughs) Which means I'm going to be, you know, knighted for sainthood. But one day we stop this old lady, and it's my turn. And everybody looks at me, and I take a deep, deep breath and look at them, and they're they're expecting, like, a big old Tom Jones type of moo. (laughs) And I just look at them and go, (gasps) mew. (laughs) And... The old lady was like, fuck you. And we were like, oh, just drive off. He was so funny. Give him the next hit off a pot. So that was actually the first, you know, incarnation of Hugh. Because there are certain words to me that I find to be funny. Moo, kumquat, um, you know, military intelligence. All of them are funny as hell. And to me, it was just mew. And when Chili said, hey, get this puppet. I picked him up and looked at him and just went, mew. And it was Hugh. So I had this whole bit built to where, you know, Poink was going to be on the show and I just lost my job and so we were going to outsource Poink to India and Hugh was going to be his replacement and it just took off. And then I did the podcast called Public Service Announcement about Beebling, and the character just grew from there. And to be honest with you, I love playing him. He's innocent, he's fun, and he he truly is the Denny Crane of manatees. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to look at that. I'm going to go, where's the porn? But that's what Hugh does. Now... Well, the truth of the matter is behind Poink is a much more embellishing story, and it makes me kind of look like a nicer guy than I am. The truth of the matter is I I had been doing the show for a while, 
and I was the music coordinator. They would play a song, and I'd like, oh, God, that's Flash Gordon by Queen, and I'd type it in the credits. But one day, we all went to Yappy's old apartment, and there was nobody there, and I talked to Yappy, who was just going out the door, and he said, KP has just been in a hell of a car accident, and we're all going to take care of him. We've got to do a show. You've got to jump in there and do something. So I put on a ferret puppet, and me and I think it was uh, Louis Vitale, who is um, – he used to be Pyro on the old Rabbit T. Rabbit show. Right. And a couple of other people, we did a show. And they went and they saved KP, who to his credit was in a very nasty accident, and my God, I, we were all just glad he was okay. But then Herbie and everybody got back just as so we finished the show. We did good night off. We did Zane, whatever. And we went over to KP to cheer him up. And we took the videotape of the show with us. Mm-hmm. And Herbie popped it in. They saw me come up and they're like, who's playing that ferret? And I said, okay, uh, oh, God, it, it's me. And I'm sorry. I'll never do it again. He's like, oh, fuck you. You're on the show. <laughs> So to fast forward a little bit, we used to do these toy conventions called Effects where they're like sci-fi cons and they bring in people like, you know, old failed movie stars like the little prick that used to play Dennis the Menace and the guy that plays Captain Spaulding for all of the uh, Rob Zombie films. Mm-hmm. And I met Doug Bradley. Oh, and cool. if you don't know who he is, he is Pinhead from Hellraiser. Yeah, I, now, I remember. It, it, damn cool guy, by the way. And awesome. I was unbelievably, you know, <laughs> into alcohol at that time. <laughs> As an alcoholic, I would drink every night. And oh I just got the idea to take a ferret puppet from Fort Manis and put LEDs in it. And this was just one of those times that it all came together because I LED'd the puppet and then we went to FX and Herbie actually spearheaded this. He was like, can you stop the point puppet? Because I got to interview him into the Hellraiser cube. And then they showed the cube on the show and the cube suddenly, you know, blew apart, which was bad blue screen effects for us. And then Point came up and we put a uh, vocalizer like the old Iron Man Ozzy Osbourne track. And Point was like, I am Point! And that was where Point was born. That was, oh my God, that's like the most unexpected thing, you know. That the great immortal character that we all know and love came from the very things that uh, we wouldn't have expected at all. No, it was just the coolest circumstances, and I I just ran with it. 